Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. My name is Inkei Chingwafa Robinson, and I am founder and CEO of Empowered in My Skin, an experienced technology executive with one of Canada's largest financial institutions, an author, an international federation of bodybuilding pro athlete, an inspirational speaker, and a viral sensation as my You Matter speech has hit over 6.5 million views worldwide. This show is all about thriving. And I will be bringing on some amazing humans that own their thrive to help you figure out how you too can own yours. So please leave a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on and make sure to join along on the web at empoweredmyskin.com so you can be notified when new episodes are available. For now, I'm your girl. Let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. I have to figure out, why do I always clap on the great day? (laughs) But great day, amazing humans. I am excited. I'm here back with another episode of the Empowered in My Skin podcast. On today, I am with the founder of Just to Sweat, a wellness outfit where faith and fitness transform lives. Life's mission for her is empowering others to live healthy and active lives. She's a motivator who positively impacts and brings out the the best in people. She holds a Bachelor of Science degree in kinesiology with a minor in sports medicine, a CanFit Pro certified personal trainer. She is a wife and mother of two children who are actively into rep sports. Of course, she is a woman (laughs) of several parts yet holding all together effectively with her energy which is infectious and her passion which is unmissable put your ears together for the amazing adanike charles that was incredible you are incredible my nigeria sister that was good oh so let's get right into it y'all tell us tell us all tell the people tell the people tell the people about the person the brand that is adenike charles who's that person adenike charles is an overcomer that's Mm. who i am um like she said i'm a wife i'm a mom i work for an insurance company been there 15 years i'm a manager um i have a great team and I own Just a Sweat, which is a faith and fitness brand where I impact lives. My goal in life is to make sure that I leave a legacy and I leave power in people because people are unplugged. Mm-hmm. So if I can put anything, any kind of source into them, like, which mm-hmm. is positive, I've done my job. So when I meet somebody, I try to make sure I leave that. Lasting. I, I leave with love. My whole goal is to leave with love. Love is important. I follow with love. I leave with love regardless of what it is. So love is my, love is my forefront mm-hmm. wherever I go. It doesn't matter. I make sure I show love. I don't care what it is. I must step with love because Christ is love. And that's who I embody is Christ. Mm-hmm. I am his example. I am his, pretty much, I am his feet and hands. So wherever I go, I make sure love is, love is first. Ooh. And just a sweat is, it's growing. It's, it's a brand of, like I said, impacting lives and making sure that I make sure I leave something in people. Yeah. Whether it's physically, mentally, or emotional. Like, I got to make sure somewhere I impact you and it's positive impact, nothing negative. And that, you, and that you do. And that you do. Because, I mean, obviously, I know a lot of people are connected to Just to Sweat. Mm-hmm. And I think even just beyond the fitness, beyond the sweat. Because you also mash up body and leave people on the floor. But yeah. Uh, but yes. 
there's there's a loving spirit that you leave that makes them wanting to come back for more and it's agape love and you know i would say that you and i are very like humans the fact that you said lead lead with love that is actually my mantra and it is a space that i love to play in so thank you so you actually said I am an overcomer to start, but I do want to ask you this next question still. So in Kichinera, as you know, in yes. Igbo means God's gift. So mm-hmm. I am God's gift. And I also, I am energy. What is your great I am? I am. <clears throat> My great I am is, like I said, overcomer. That I am an overcomer. Um, I've been through a lot. Life has thrown some rocks at me, but God is faithful. And it wasn't until getting the older I get I realize how great God is and how he's walked out my steps along the way and he's set provision he's mm. always set provision I may not have seen it but he was always around me encompassing my every move so I now I'm older I'm 42 and I realize you know God you were always there even mm. though I didn't see the footprints he was carrying me mm-hmm. he was always there so that me seeing overcomer is you know what facing challenges knowing and now knowing that he was with me along the way and he's still with me day mm-hmm. by day, he proves that mm-hmm. I am God. I will take care of you. Even in the famine, I will take care of you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. I took care of Moses and Joshua and I will take care of you. I didn't care. I'll take care of you now, tomorrow, forever. So just walk with me and trust me. So that's my, my overcoming. And my story is love. It's, it's, it's a flower. Like it's, it's God. He, I'm still growing. But my growth, I look back and I'm like, wow, I've grown. And it's and I'm like, thank you, Lord. People who know me growing up are always like, wow, is that you? <laughs> I'm like, it's God. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It truly is. That's the one explanation. And, you know, I, I wasn't planning to ask this, but is there, do you ever sit and are you surprised? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in awe. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh. have a prayer, I have a prayer closet on purpose because I'm still human. And I'll go in there and I'll cry my face off in awe thinking oh god really you chose me a sinner to have all this and you're still blessing me and i'm like but why and he's like because you're my child and i'm still saying but why (laughs) right but it's the human mind thinking you know what though i'm i i'm so undeserving but god says i I, you are deserving you're my child i want what's best for you yeah so i always sit i sit there and i rem and i soak it in and i sit in humility thinking God loved me that much to save me. I should be in jail, but he saved me. I didn't mm-hmm. get, but why? So my purpose is just to sweat. I am, this is my gift to the world. Yeah. I should give it in love. So whenever I can, people message me and I'm like, I have to write back because they're depending on me. Mm-hmm. Don't know what it's for, but what can I, what can I deposit into that person today? Mm-hmm. I have clients who are depressed, didn't get out of bed and my spirit will go towards them and I'll write, just I'll write. And they'll be like, oh my God, how did you know? I don't know. It wasn't me. It was God told me to write you. Don't know why I'm writing you. And they're like, oh, but God, I'm, yeah. And I'm like, God, thank you for my gift. Mm-hmm. But it's scary. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't want to fail him. <laughs> you know, where there's, a, that's just the truth. That's a testimony right there. Where there's conviction, there's purpose. And there's, mm-hmm. and there's even capacity to get all of that done. So, right. you know, I have to tell you something because um, in, in full transparency, and it just gave me chills again. I listened to a podcast that you did and you were speaking about your prayer closet. <laughs> and I mean, I have, you know, I have my, I have my prayer, like I have my sort of the, the, the my time with God every single day, mm-hmm. but I've never taken it into a closet. 
And I've even watched a movie. I can't remember what the name of it is. You probably know which movie yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And even then I didn't, but it was that podcast that, and the fact that you said you're in there, you close, you, your, your kids know, your husband knows, you have stickies on the wall, you have scripture on the wall. And I've already picked the closet in my house. Yeah. And uh, it's inspired me to, to create my prayer closet and go in there every single day. Yeah. And I was in my head, I'm like, is she going there with the lights off? Does she have a candle? Like, oh, he's- <laughs> I, can, I can show it to you. It's kind of, it's, it's crazy in there. Okay, yeah. so I might, need, I might need to get a virtual experience just so that I can understand what it looks. <laughs> I'd love to see it. Yeah, so I'm inspired to see it, but I just want to let you know that that moved me. And the fact that you even just brought this out so early in the interview is just, yeah, it's testament to how far reaching your words are. So thank you. You didn't even know that that was something that oh, you did. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I believe I know, but I want you to state it. My Angela says it the best. Our legacy is left in every experience. We are sharing energy together for about the next, you know, 30 minutes, roughly. What do you want to be known for at the end of this interview? Uh, my heart. Uh, for me, it's my heart that people know where I come from. I will go above and beyond for anybody, even if you're not my blood. Because I believe that I, you were connected for a reason. You meet me for a reason. We connect for a reason. Whatever that reason is why God connected us, I must be able to show you my heart. And whatever you need, I should be able to give it to you the best way I can is my biggest thing for people. Um, when you say my name, I want to be like, oh, yeah, you know, Adonike, Nike, whatever you call me, because I got 8,000 8, different names. I want it to be where you say, you know what, but wow, her heart, oh, but wow, she was, you know, humble about, or but wow, she, or but wow, she did this for me, or left this in me, right? Because you remember in the Bible, God walked around, Jesus walked around, he always left things in people. people. It, was, it was what people wanted to get from him. You want, and they wanted to receive because it was good things. So whenever you come to me, I want to make sure you receive good things. Nothing is negative that, that you get from me. It's always positive energy. And you're pulling from me because I have a well. My, 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 my well is full because mm-hmm. I have my closet. So mm-hmm. I have, and I sit there and the stickies, I'll, I'll show it to you later. It's stickies <laughs> out all over because they, they deposit in my every morning. Yeah. And it fills my soul so I can actually in turn give from my well that's full. Yeah. So that for me, that's massive. I got to make sure my well is full every morning. And when I get up, Whatever it is, I should be able to just give from it. All my stickies, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty much burping them out. Take them, take them, take them, take them. <laughs> and, you know, I, to all the listeners, I, like Nike, Nike, I'm going to say Nike, Nike and I can see each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have to bring her back on with video next time. As, <laughs> as like, you, you know, it's like already, like I, I'm on the, I'm on the height of emotion. There's very few guests that have done that to me. This is, this is already special time. And I, and at an end of a work day, you know, this time I'm having with you is precious. It's, uh, it's, but as you, you, she's, as she's speaking, she's lifting up from her, like, just imagine like there's, there's, there's a lot of motion and going in here. So I want you guys to really pick up on that as you continue to listen through this interview. So COVID-19, oh. okay. I know your story with Justice Sweat, but tell us even just whether it's your work or your home, your life with your husband and your kids, just to sweat, how have you been transformed? Incredible. COVID-19 came and God empowered me to do more. It's like he, I prayed, I downloaded, I prayed and asked God, I want to make sure I do better. COVID came, Lord, I need you more than ever. Even with my husband, now he's home a little bit more. So we do devotionals more together with my kids. 
So if every Monday and Wednesdays, this man has on his worship music. And I'm like, what, Lord? And he has, and we're like, whoa, okay. You play like six, seven songs. And like, he's like, another song? Ugh. And he's like, we're listening to it. He does the devotionals. He's reading it. We hold hands and pray together. And before COVID, we didn't have time because my kids are in sports. He's working. I'm working. It's just, but COVID actually got, got, got more, more fuel, to, which is great. So that was a plus. And Just a Sweat came and I pivoted because I used to do in the basement. Yeah. And I had 40 women. Like I had 20, 20 back to back. Now I have over 100 women online. So I'm like, Lord, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And he's like, I said I will multiply you. And yeah. I'm like, I know you said that, but dang, sir. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You've gone above and beyond. Even the other day, I was sitting in my closet and I was just crying, thinking, you know what, God, I am so grateful because I am so undeserving, but you've done more than enough you've done exceedingly abundantly above and beyond more than i could think or imagine i didn't imagine covid to come i didn't imagine that i would pivot on on zoom and blow up blow up zoom with 100 women online excuse me lord he said you but he said you asked me and you are you expecting what you asked and i said yes psalms 5 3 says you know lay your request before god and wait expecting so are you expecting it and i said yeah i was but so quick but well, right right but He's like my it's time. God, but it's god's time Right. My timeline. He's like, God's you know, God's time. timelines are his timelines and his ways are his mm-hmm. ways, but they're always for our good. Mm-hmm. So my God, thank you. I appreciate the blessings. I appreciate you looking out for me 24 seven. He's like, I will always take care of you. Mm-hmm. Wherever you go, I'll take care of you. I'll lead you. You go through the water. You go through, anywhere you go through, I will be with you. Says mm-hmm. Isaiah. And so that's my, you know, my thing is God is, COVID is, is not a great thing, but God has blessed me abundantly mm-hmm. in the season of COVID. It's a season. Mm-hmm. It's not doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. Seasons come and go. Mm-hmm. Right. They come and go and God says, This you is know, temporary. This too shall pass. Exactly. But carry you always carry me with you. Every season you must carry me with you. If you don't mm-hmm. carry me with you, you will fail. You will fall. You will fall. And I'm like, okay, I'm carrying you with me. So whatever season you go through, listeners, I promise you, carry Christ mm-hmm. with you. That's your that should be your what mm-hmm. they call it, your handbag. Yeah, I <laughs> love that. With you. Like he will he will carry you through the storm through the through the winter through whatever it is he will carry and i've seen him legit carry me yeah. and i sit back in awe of his greatness so yeah. i always say my, my you know christ is my my faith is my compass mm-hmm. wherever i go it leads me and i walk in that and i know okay you know what i'm going with christ i'm good yeah i'm I good you know and what i took from that too and i hope the listeners take from it is is i think many people are shocked when they're hit with struggle Mm-hmm. And I think of you, if you carry and to people that are listening, it might be God, it could be something else that's universal, but whoever that is, whatever bigger power that is that carries you, I think it's about like Nikkei saying everywhere you go, everywhere you go, because when struggle, quote unquote, comes, then you don't sort of get shocked and freak out, but you recognize that this too shall pass and you allow whatever has to happen through that moment. But you grow, and I would say it's like you always grow because think about it, your struggles are the pathway to your successes, aren't they? Right? So Come you on. think about it, and in pruning season, you prune, God, yes. you prune us, and you prune, prune, prune. And like, it hurts, but at the end of the result, you got to prune branches for them right. to grow. Right? Nothing good comes from, yeah, just ease, right? Yes, everything. My, my dad's like, if it's easy, it's not worth it. Right? My mom used to say, I don't know if it's an African proverb, but any path that leads to no, any path without. Um, what is it? Any path without yeah, pretty much struggle leads to nowhere. Yes, yeah. essentially, right? Yeah. It's true. Yeah. 
So looking back to your childhood and teenage years, can you describe those experiences and how those experiences have influenced, influenced or shaped you in finding your purpose? Yeah, they, um, <laughs> for me, childhood was, it was tough because I was labeled as a kid as behavior or bad. You know, I grew up in, I grew up in jungle, NGN mm-hmm. Finch, so I'm too, I have two hoods in me, which is one of those, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rough chick. I grew up fighting. <laughs> I grew up, I grew up, I fought a lot. I was just that. I was the only girl in the behavior class. Um, in grade six, seven, eight, it was just me, one girl, six boys, and I, that was a label on me, and I li- that label on me lived together for a lot of years, because that was my label, and I carried it with pride, actually, because you grow up, you say, hey, this is who you are, so play that role, so I played it well, and I fought, I stole, I did all these things, you know what bad people do, quote bad people, but I mean, it's, I look back, and I'm like, thank God for the journey, it was a it was a journey I needed to experience to know my worth that I am an overcomer that whatever comes my way I will I can I can get past this I've seen things happen and it's brought me to this point in my life where you know what Nikki you are you are a great person not a good person you're a great person just because of your struggles make I am very calm now mm-hmm. I used to just pop off because that was my my label mm-hmm. hey fight fight happening I'm in it it's fight. <laughs> Now I'm the one saying, um, how about we reassess? How about mm-hmm. we calm down? Mm-hmm. But it's me going through those things and learning that, you know what? I've come a long way. I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Still learning. It's a day-to-day process of learning. And, and my labels have been removed, yes. But there's still a little bit of, you know, that rough edge there. I'm working on it. But what was, the, what was the pivot? What was that turning point? When did you realize that you weren't necessarily jumping into the fight because it wasn't yours to battle? Getting to Cal- getting to California. Um, so my boyfriend passed away in '97. He was murdered, and I remember we went to Indiana my first year. How old would you have been? I was 17. Mm. 17. And then the summer I was 17, '97. And then I went to Indiana my first year. Second year university went to California. So in California, God is so good. He put me in a Christian university, and I'm like, God, really? Christian? And I had chapel. I'm like, this is not what I want. I want to play ball. That's it. I got a scholarship and in chapel. And I remember them singing the songs, me going through the motions. And so I you, weren't, you weren't in the relationship you are in now with God? Not then? at all. Okay. I, I cursed that man out. I was like, no, God, me and you're not doing it. You did this to me. You did that to me. Thanks for the scholarship. It's cool. I'm in California. It's nice. But, you know, I'm, we're not talking. I don't care. Mm. In chapel. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> Here we are. What now? And then, every, you know, chapels every day. Every day at 10 mm-hmm. o'clock, so you have to go. And it's God working on my heart. It's God, God put me there for that reason, to work on mm-hmm. my heart, to renew me. And I thought to myself one day, thinking, I got a Bible for my girlfriend. I still have it in my, my closet. And it had my name all over it. And it's and like, you know, I'm yours. And the Bible just said my full name, like my full African name. I didn't care. I didn't learn, like four bold. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, leather-bounded, beautiful. And I remember saying, I am yours. It kept saying, I am yours. And, and God's telling me, I am yours. And every day reading it, and that was where my turning point, and I came back to Christ. I grew up Christian, but I came back to knowing that, you know what? Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with with me. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like he said, I am with you regardless. And so I grew from there, and it was every, I grew, and I grew into this, into this flower. Came back home, met my husband. He's very calm. He's I prayed for him and he, and God, God gave him to me exactly how I prayed for, which is so crazy. <laughs> like, no, well, hey, you hear pray very specifically. Yeah. I put mm-hmm. everything there, even at the bottom. I'm like, Nigeria for daddy. 
if you want to jesus and sure enough he's nigerian oh. and, my dad, and my dad loves him more than me but i mean <laughs> right for daddy and it's like you know god answered all my prayers and i look back now and i'm like you did that mm. so therefore i must be able to you know be a testimony of your word yeah. People can ask about my story and then I don't bring Christ in it. Christ yeah. is my is my brand. That's my new label. Yeah. So I ripped off the old labels and put Christ as my brand. So I'm a walking disciple of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So growing up was tough, but it made me a better person now. That's mm-hmm. who I am. That's a beautiful that story. So you started out off by talking, you just quickly mentioned that you lost your boyfriend at the age of 17, shot, murdered. So what did that experience look like for a 17 year old Nikkei and how did you get through the grief that's crazy uh he was actually stabbed which is but the grief is that getting through all that was it was a process and it was a daily you know a classic three time for everything under the sun I remember that chapter I have it downstairs it's highlighted in my bible a time for death a time for a time for this that and that I read that every day and it had his name in that and I'm like you know it's a time it was his time and God and in God's timing and then getting to California, him renewing my mind, saying, you know, that all things work together for my good. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And, you know, things happen for a reason. And now I'm older. I'm like, you were right the whole time. And I'll go back to my Bible, have it highlighted. And things I've written about, his name was Paul, that mm-hmm. passed. It's in my Bible still. And things I've written there in 2000, in 98. And I'm like, wow, God, really? And I kept the Bible. And I still have it. And I was like, it's God. God has always been working. And he said, he always works on me. And um, it was daily for a long time. It took me a long time. I want to say even till maybe about four years ago, I stopped posting about him. I used to post on Instagram and say, you know, RIP, you know, mm-hmm. was it 17 years later, 19 years later, I used to post mm-hmm. on there. And then like four years ago, I was like, you know what, though? I need to stop posting. Mm-hmm. Stop posting about it. Because it's, it's a chapter in your life. Chapter is yeah. closed. You got to yeah, move on, kid. I'm married. Yeah. I love my husband to death. My kids are great. But I always thought I had to carry his legacy on by posting it. Mm-hmm. And, it and I didn't have to because I, I, I've dealt with that. And probably there's an element of it that's always forever etched in your heart. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, yeah. It's But it, grief is that death taught me, you know what? Life happens mm-hmm. and you got to be ready for anything. Oh, isn't anything. it? The most permanent thing, the most permanent thing that anyone can do for to us that we love and care about is die on us. Die, and when they yeah. die, it builds either it builds a character in you where you are, you're resilient, yeah, or you crumble, you, right? And you're like, and you get it together. You cannot fall apart because the world needs you. The world needs you. You cannot. I always say to people, it doesn't matter what happens in life. Somebody needs your gift because we all have gifts. However big or small you think they are, it's a gift that somebody needs to have. So your story matters. Like whatever story you're saying matters. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how small you may think it is, somebody wants to hear that story and it's going to lighten up their day and give them motivation to move forward. Because we all have a story. Everybody has a story. But whatever the story is, it's are you able to share it? When you are able to share the story, somebody's, somebody's going to listen to you and be like, oh, thank you for sharing mm-hmm. that. It uplifted my spirit. So yeah. our stories are testaments, testimonies for other people to, to live off and thrive off. Yeah. Wow. So while you're growing up, who was that figure, the person, I know it's God for sure, but is there a figure or person that you looked up to for inspiration? And if so, what was it about them? My parents, 
my parents are those are my people mm. nigerian i'm nigerian, I'm nigerian so our whole thing my parents always said you know i came here with nothing in my pocket <laughs> <laughs> i think i think there's a there, there's a book or there's a right word for word ah Ibo, Yoruba, Hausa, doesn't matter. They all say the same thing in their own language. I never had money. And <laughs> from here, I had no shoes when I was growing up. I didn't wear kinikon, kinikon, all this nonsense. But it motivated, but it, it, it had something, it resonated with me that my parents, are, my mom worked three jobs. My dad worked two jobs. Like he went to school, he went to grade eight when he came from 1972. Like he worked hard to become an engineer. Mm-hmm. My mom, they worked hard. So I look back and I'm like, these guys worked hard. My dad said, first thing he goes, Nika, you're female, first of all, and you're black, two strikes. You must work harder. Mm-hmm. And I remember him saying that to me. You're female, you're black, you must work harder. Mm-hmm. Nothing is given to you, you must earn it. So that was a driving force to me. You know what though? I have to work harder. Even though I went through the trials and so forth and I was a teenager doing all these things. And my dad is a prayer warrior. My, my mom, they, these people will pray. Mm-hmm. My dad prays. 40 days, you'll fast. Now you won't chop. <laughs> my mom, same thing. Something's wrong? Let's pray. Get out the oil. Let's pray. Mm-hmm. And that's, that was, that we, I grew up on that. And so that now that, that I'm like, wow, that I'm carrying, my kids, are, my kids see it in me as well. And it's good because you know what though? It helped me through my life and prayer has carried me this far. There's no way I can leave it behind. Yeah. So for me, yeah, that was, my parents are my, my idols. They, they, they worked so hard for us to have what we have today. I have four sisters and they were all educated. We all have degrees. Mm-hmm. We all have great jobs. Like we're, 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 we're good, good human beings mm-hmm. good in society who work hard and have, and just look to God for everything. Yeah. And so just in, so moving in from that or moving on from that, where faith and fitness transform lives is a motto. I love that mm-hmm. um, for just to sweat, but what, so what impact would you say faith, fitness basketball have played in your life massive faith is like i said my compass yeah that one i get it yeah mm-hmm. I, I carry with me uh fitness is what i do i let's i'm a i'm an athlete it's in my blood i played sports my entire life it doesn't matter what it is i'll play it i'll pick it up and i'll do it um faith, fitness and what did you say sorry love faith. yeah no fitness and basketball so how uh, has that how has that played out and impacted your life it keeps me grounded and, and disciplined. Like I'm mm-hmm. everything I do, I'm disciplined. I'm very, I, I work off of, I work off, what's my sister say? I work off of, uh, I am under pressure. Mm-hmm. I am, I'm good under pressure. My classes, I don't write them out. I cannot, I tried. I tried. You, you just do them on the fly? I do. That's my thing. I'm, I've had your class. That, that's on the fly? On the fly. That's my gift. I'm a weirdo. I don't know. And I, I try to write it down, say, okay, you know what? Five exercises, four rounds, yada, yada, yada. And I go bananas. Can't do it. If I say, okay, I'm doing this today, I'm done. And I'll get it done. Yeah. That's me. I don't know. It's my, it, I'm, I'm determined. I am very, I will get, I have deadlines and I think I'll meet the deadlines, but I will, under pressure is my go-to thing. Yeah. I, it's so bad. I know. No, no, actually, I'm going to actually, so I'm going to say I, there's a we have a lot of likeness. We might have to have some conversation. I'm very much the same. Do you know there's some speeches I have to get up and tell? Yes. That I absolutely don't know until the right. moment I step on that stage. What the heck I'm going to say? It's Nigeria. I don't know. What, I don't think it's I Nigerian blood. I don't know what it is. We do we do things and we do it. And I look back. I'm like, how did you do that? Yeah, it's God. I and truly like, believe. Thank you. There's, there's experiences. It's God. It, at that point, it's God. 
Yeah, it is. And I, yeah. people say, how do you do that? Like, how do you, like I woke up the other day about, I made up a workout, seven wonders, seven, mm-hmm. what's it called? I called it the seven wonders of the world. Mm-hmm. Inc. I woke up in the morning and made that up in my mind. And then, and then, execu- was and, then execu- and then execute it. It was bomb. It was my best. I was like, this is my best class yet. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, thank you, Lord. I have a Bible. In, in, in my Zoom meetings, like I have the Bible right by my, my speakers. It's right there. Psalm 27 is opened up. Like, trust me, it's there. Every, every, mm. every, every class, it's there. And I always say, God, do you, do you. And mm. it just flows. Yeah, yeah, God will carry you, man. You know, I think if, if there's anyone that's listening, that truly comes from a place of when you're living in purpose. Mm. When you're living in purpose, yeah, you have to do the work. Don't get me wrong. There's the, I think the action is the love you have for God, right? Like, I think, you know, when you're moving, that's that you're moving in God's love. I think that that's the action of it. But when you are in purpose, there's it just the plans come. The execution is yeah. flawless. Yeah. And you can't depend on your, your man self. It's, you know, it's, your, it's God carrying you. It's God. Yeah. And that's your gift. I was like, nobody, your gift, nobody can take it away yeah. from you. I don't care. That is mm-hmm. your gift. God's given, everybody has their own talents. You have your yeah. own talent. Yeah. Nobody can take your talent. Yeah. So I, always, I don't, comparison is the, is the root of all evil. Yes, it is. Truly. It's the love joy. Mm-hmm. So I always say, I look at so-and-so, I'm like, oh, I love, like, I, I'll say, I'll be like, even your girl, Julie, love. How can you not Come love on. her? I know. <laughs> right? Love her. And I'm mad. But love, right? And you look at it, I'm like, you know what, though? What can I look at it and I'm like, you know what? Perfect. Yeah, perfect. We, we, we yeah. flow. It flows. Yeah, Yourself? That's love. Yeah. It flows. It's like, yeah. you know, you got to find people and find their joy yeah. and thrive off of that, the, 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 yeah. their joy and take some of the joy so you can yeah. live. Live. It's through. Know. It's actually through Julie that I really learned about relationship versus religion, and uh, I won't share it here. But um, there's something that we something that we have coming up where I'll share the impact that that has yeah. had in my life. Yeah, she taught me. She really taught me that, and 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 that was a driving force to me getting to this level of spirituality and and relationship. And uh, it's beautiful thing. Yeah. So to everyone, you know, Nikkei, if you had to say how to even identify your purpose what is that you know because a lot of people think it's this elusive thing that only is available to to certain people mm-hmm. we all have purpose and i always say if you can do something for me if i can do it for free that's my purpose if i can do it and i don't want no money for it oh i can do fitness i can talk to people about love joy peace happiness for free yeah like if they can't afford to pay for it and they're like oh nikki do you mind if i pay Sure. Why not? You get the benefits. I get to, to, to torture you pretty much. Why not? Win win. <laughs> so if it, if it brings you happiness and you, and you do it for free, that is your purpose, your passion, your love. So just do it. Like just, so another, just- another question for you then, then that could mean that an, a human can have more than one purpose. Heck yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's not, it's not that elusive thing. I think what it will happen though, is after some time, you'll find which 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 things your purpose for start to really make way for you right and expand and expand your human and and then follow that and you'll see you you towards that you'll you'll towards that, that that path where you know what this is my thing and nobody can take it from me mm-hmm. i'm gonna thrive at this this thing it could be mm-hmm. one two three things but i'm gonna be five and be great at it mm-hmm. that's what you do mm-hmm. it's and it comes easy to you mm-hmm. i start so, a class it's easy i'm like okay let's go mm-hmm. so to to totally pivot yeah, my friend, I learned you almost died. 
Oh, yes. Jesus. June, 5th, June 15th, 2015, was it? Yeah. Yeah. You have to explain, like, I need some backstory. What, backstory. what happened and how did that experience change you? 2015 Mother's Day, I was running a charity race, um, 10K. I'm a, I'm a runner. I used to be a runner. I ran. I know how to run. It's what I do. It's what I do. I remember getting to the 9K mark and my legs were getting so heavy. I'm a runner. I'm an athlete competitive. You have one more K, Nikkei. You're fine. Suck it up. You're fine. Suck it up. I remember saying that. You're fine. I remember waking up in the hospital, butt naked, body back. I'm sorry. Ice packs all over my body. Ice packs, butt naked. Team of doctors, at least 14 doctors around me saying kidney shutting down, organ shutting down. And I'm like, I wake up, I'm like, where am I? They're like, well, you're at the hospital. I'm like, why? They're like, can you calm down? And I'm like, what do you mean? Why am I here? I was running a 10, I was running. I was almost done. They're like, ma'am, you like, they just kept going on. They're like, calm down. Um, we thought you were dying. Excuse me? Apparently my organ was shutting down. I had a GCS of three, which is, means that you're registered, your brain, your brain, you're, you're done. Um, and I remember them saying to me, we got to test you, calm down, asking me questions, who I am, what I did, making sure I was coherent. And not realizing the impact until I actually, the next day, as to how bad it was. And me hallucinating, thinking, okay, am I, am I dead? I remember that in the hospital, thinking, am I dead? But I wasn't dead. And my husband was beside me, sit, sleeping, because he's mm -hmm. always not going home. But I was running, and I remember waking up, coming home the next day, and they called my dad. My parents came over, African parents. Mm. Who is chasing you? <laughs> Who is chasing you? Do you want to die? You know, Nigerian <laughs> Thinking, and I remember that the, the, the same day my dad left and I was thinking, God, you spared my life. Mm -hmm. Like, what is my, what is my purpose? You spared my life. I should have died. People die all the time in runs, in races. And God, like, this is who you are. Like, I want, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Like, I, you, you're supposed to be here. And then I remember it was 2016. I started working out more, doing like, you know, hit stuff and all that things. 2017, Just a Sweat was birthed. Mm -hmm. Mm. And and I'm like, this is my purpose and impacting lives and and for fitness something so I'm just three for. just three years ago. Yes, yeah. And wow. then thinking I almost died, like I could have died running this race. And doctors are still amazed. They still detest and wondering, wow. And I'm like, God. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, it's just God. I'm, I'm supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. So that drives me as a person, saying I'm an overcomer. Mm -hmm. Like I almost died in 2015 on Mother's Day. Like mm -hmm. I have two kids. Think about me telling them, my husband telling my kids, hey, mom, dad, doing a race for charity. Yeah. And God's like, I'm, God's like, I'm not finished with you. I have so big I, plans I for you. Take that with me. You're not fin I'm, My purpose is to make sure I impact lives and tell my story that, you know, God saved me. And it's Jesus, nobody else, but God saved me. And I'm here for a reason to impact lives for Christ. Mm -hmm. And I always make sure it's faith and fitness because fitness is what carries me every day, every day, mm -hmm. every day. Man, it's always say, but for God, for saving me, I wouldn't be here today. And I wouldn't be talking to you. So yeah. <laughs> that is good. Like, so, you know, and to anyone that, if you haven't checked it out, check it out, Just to Sweat. We'll share, we'll share. I'll have her sort of tell you where to find um, her online in a moment. But, uh, but it's interesting that you say that. And now that I'm really understanding more of your story, now I get why. It's only recently that I found out that you're in corporate. There was a day I texted you and said, hey. Yeah. I might have a gig for you, right? And, and this gig was to do something fitness oriented in corporate um, because I'm thinking that, you know, this is 
justice what is what you do it, it's, it's just that's just the side hustle y'all yes it is <laughs> this woman is in an insurance running fence and then she just happens to give to the world through just to sweat um pathway after work and around <laughs> her schedule it's incredible so you know what you're doing is big it's huge and um it, it looks it's it's it looks big so it's gonna be big already mm. yeah i love that i always say i should be able to look at you and see your destination mm. and if i'm thinking that justice sweat was just all you did <laughs> man then that's how big it is <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not trying to take you out, but maybe that letter of resignation somewhere is good. Yeah. <laughs> so as a mother, CEO, and being a corporate ladder of in your organization, what does a typical day look like for you? And how do you find time to unwind? Wow. Because <laughs> right I now we've heard how you go, 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 go. But yeah. I'm gonna go, I, I go, go, go. I wake up, I wake up at four, like, I'm like you. But yeah. I, you're earlier than me. I get up at 4.35 usually in my closet. First thing in the morning, like I get my water, do my mm-hmm. thing in my closet. At least maybe half an hour, 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 depending, depending. Mm-hmm. Clients, depending. And then I start with my day. I start my day, corporate. But just to sweat in the afternoon, in the evening by 4.30, just to sweat. Oh, so you work out in the evening, not in the morning. I work, you know, not in the morning. I used okay. to do morning, but then I, now I switched to devotionals in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I, I, I got to put God first. I used to yeah. do early morning workouts, but I'm like, nah. So was it after my near death experience? I put, I'm like, you know what though? I got to put you first. Mm-hmm. I made sure he was my first thing in the morning. It's my phone doesn't come first. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Hot water downstairs. Mm-hmm. But it is. So I make sure that that's my first priority is Jesus. And then my day flows. And it, to be honest, it flows easy. To, and mm-hmm. I do a lot. But it flows easy because I've already recharged. I'm, I've plugged into my source. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. That's it. That's what I, I told someone just that today. Like, it's not because you get a lot of sleep. It's not. It has nothing to do with that. It's, it's, a, it's an energy source that you're plugged into. Yeah, I'm plugged. So that, that drives me. And my kids are busy. My husband's busy. Wine dine time is, is either basketball. I don't watch TV a lot. Basketball. I could be watch ball. Pretty much. We're boring people. Really boring. Well, no, I don't actually, I don't necessarily think that. I, I mean, well, perspective, but I don't, I yeah. personally don't think so. And so yeah. it's interesting that you say that because the one, I don't have time and I'm not saying to all the people that are watching TV that it's idle time. Yeah, but yeah. for me, it is idle yeah. time. It is not serving me purpose. I always say that if it doesn't serve me purpose, I don't want to do it. Like, Unless it's, it's a show it. that's educating. Right. I I'll, people say to me, I'm Nigerian, and I say it's one thing. I'm like, if it's not making me money, I don't want it. Yes, I don't want it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if it's not a book, if you can't, a book can educate me, if it's not a show that's educating me on something on how to make generational wealth, because mm-hmm. it's key. Gen- I tell my kids, generational wealth. You guys must not go back like grandpa and them. You must be better than myself mm-hmm. and daddy. Mm-hmm. So if we, if generational wealth is key. If, we're not, if I'm not doing that for my, to make that, for mm-hmm. my kids to be comfortable... I don't need it. It's not a benefit. We get how many hours in a day? What are you doing with the hours in a day? Yeah. Are they productive? What are yeah. they? What have they given to you? The hours you spent, and how have you impacted lives in the hour in the in the twenty four hours you spent? Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And for me, it's also about selfish motives. I always say one of my prayers is, you know what, though God, take away my selfish motives. If it's selfish, I don't want it because it doesn't serve you. So I don't want that. I want to make sure it's it's serving others. Oof. And it's simple. If I can serve you. I've done my job mm-hmm. and, I, and I, I'm at peace with myself. It's, you got to serve others. It's this life. Life is so simple. Yeah. Serve others and it'll come back to you tenfold. Very simple. That. 
I love that. So I'm going to, I go into this thing right now called rapid thrivers. Yeah. Um, I'm already, I mean, I already know some of the questions that I'm going to ask you. It might be repetitive, but still, I just want you to go for it. And, and okay. So when you think of someone who inspires you, who comes to first, who comes to mind first and why? Inspires me? Yeah. Uh, my daddy. Okay. <laughs> and you've explained why. Uh, what, is a what is a daily activity that helps you with your thrive? Exercise. I thought you were gonna say prayer. No, exercise it helps me with my vibes. Trust me, because I, I gotta release all my okay. bad. Okay, yeah. I'm ready. Me too. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. But I gotta release all this energy in here. Ooh, girl. Okay, I know this one. What book helps you with your thrive? My Bible. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> what is an app on your phone that helps you with your thrive? The version, which is the Bible app. <laughs> the Bible app. <laughs> And what is one misconception that people have of you as they see, you know, Nikkei doing all of these things and thriving? Misconception? I don't, I would say they think, I don't know, to be honest. Um, I have a, I don't know, I have a very small circle of friends. Yeah. And I keep it that way because I know mm -hmm. my people and they know me. Mm -hmm. um, misconception of me that I don't eat junk food. I eat junk food, eh? I mean, <laughs> Do you? I love it. Actually, you know what? I want. I, I can't. I can't lie. I've been. I see you work out the way you work out. And I'm like, man. I do. I want to know what her nutrition's like. I like O'Henry's. Don't judge me. <laughs> I don't, no, 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 judge it. I, I, I can't. I can't dip into that. No, that can't. My I like body can't. Yeah. I, I actually like that KFC. It's nasty, but I'll eat. The oh KFC. no, Nikkei. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm being oh. honest right now. You know, God didn't make, you, know, you know God didn't make Kentucky Fried Chicken. I know he didn't make it. He did <laughs> that is and not, I, the I Lord is my fork. The Lord is my fork, though. And it's not Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's not good. But I have like once, you know, it's, you know that, you know when you're old, you grew up, you grew up eating KFC. You need to take that into your prayer closet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're right, because it's awful. But I have a wing. I'm like, I want a drumstick. Just one, and I'll have it. Don't judge me. Finish the finish this sentence, love. What the world needs now is love. They need a lot of love and compassion, and kindness. And honestly, kindness. We got to be kind to each other. Yeah. Kindness goes a long way, mm -hmm. and it's you know what what impact you leave in people's lives. Yeah. What are they what are they gonna remember you for? When you yeah. walk in the room, what do people see? And I always say when I walk in them, I want to make sure I'm smiling and I make eye contact with people and I nod. I don't know you, but I'll still nod and make sure you know what you, I acknowledge you, you acknowledge me, regardless of how it's perceived, yeah. you accept it. I've made sure I've not, I've nodded, whatever it is. And leaving that lasting, you know, she was, I think she was kind or she was nice. So she was yeah. whatever. At least she took that with you. It's, it's, yeah. it's not. I love that. So where can we find you online? Just a sweat. So J-U-S-T number two and sweat. And you've updated your website. Yes, I have. I'm working on it more. We're getting merchandise soon. And we're mm -hmm. getting videos soon. Ooh. I, got little I got my team working on some stuff. because I, I love that. Yeah, so we're growing. We're growing and I'm growing and I'm grateful that we're growing. Yeah. So come check it out. I love that. And so on all social platforms, so Facebook, yeah. Instagram. Yeah, working okay. on my Twitter. We got Twitter, but I'm not very active because okay. I'm not well. I know. It's a lot, eh? Hey. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Right? <laughs> this is where this is where you outsource. 
Right. You delegate and outsource. I, okay. I work on delegating. delegating. So God, God, put that in your prayer closet. God, send, send Nikkei a uh, social media expat. Yes. Amen. 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 We'll take, okay. amen and amen. I always say amen and amen. It's, it's a thing I always do. I don't know why. I do. <laughs> so I want you, uh, a question I ask all of my guests now going into season two, what does it mean to be empowered in my skin? Knowing yourself and your true worth is being empowered in your skin, knowing your capabilities, what you can do, what you bring to the world, and what you stand for, and standing on that foundation. My foundation is Christ, and I stand firm. That's my rock. I cannot be shaken. Simple. Ooh. So I, I go forward with that, knowing that you know Christ is in and through me. I will not be shaken. No matter what is thrown at me, God says, look up. Where does your help come from? Yeah. Simple. Mm-hmm. And that's you being empowered in your skin that you are an image of Christ. Mm-hmm. This is who I am. I walk boldly knowing that, you know what, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Prosper at all. None. None. And, and let me just tell you, something. this was such a grounded, one of my favorite interviews that I've ever had. And I've done 50, probably by the time yours is 60 something. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. So, very, very blessed to have had this time with you. And when I, at the beginning, I had asked you, what do you want to be known for? So I don't think there's anyone that is listening to this that can't be, cannot attest to the fact that you are known for your heart. Mm-hmm. It, it's shone through. It gave me goosebumps. And I, I believe that you go above and beyond for everyone. It's, a, it's just something. It's, a, it's, um, it's just it's a testament, testament to who you are. And I love that. And when you and when we say your name, mm-hmm. when your name is called Adonike Charles, yes, we will say wow. Thank you. We're I, saying wow already. God, God is good. God yeah. is God is God is unreal. Like this, he, I know for sure. Hands I, down. Oh, I, thank I, you. I, I heart you. Big. I appreciate you. You're amazing. Yeah. Even yourself, I look at you and I'm, and I'm I'm always I'm always like I love the relationship you and Jules have. I love your spirits, my girl. Spirits, and it's like it's raw love. I have a girlfriend. So I look at you guys, and I'm like, I have a girlfriend. Same way, I love her to death. She lives in Seattle. After my ride or die, yeah, yeah, anything for me. She'll jump on a plane. I say, come now. She's coming. Yeah, and you need that. You need that because it keeps us. It keeps that female friendship thing. Where you know what? You just know. Yeah, you know. You just know. Yeah, you just know you're good, and you and you got somebody in there supporting you. Yeah. So I love you. We love, love you. you. People are checking yeah. out Justice Sweat. Check it out. I mean, I've done her workout. She leaves you flat out. She does do it in a very loving way. Loving. She, she calls out everybody. Even if there's 100 people and you're wishing that she won't call you out because you didn't do the burpee right. Or maybe, <laughs> what do you call me out something? I just didn't do it proper. And, you're, and I was like, wow, she got that. <laughs> <laughs> go watch somebody else but you are amazing i thank you so much for sharing energy with me and i love you to death and to everyone that's listening i trust that you love this episode but this is where i have to say world oh thanks <laughs> that's you, thank you, take care love thank you so there you have it I hope you're thriving and thoroughly enjoyed this episode. And remember, whatever platform you are listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else you think can benefit from the tips that were delivered. As Tom Billy says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, 
That is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been awesome hanging with you. I'm your girl, and I'm out.